Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The lights are out. Curry gets it. The lights go out. The game is over. And we're here to pick up the pieces. This is Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. Kavinga. Right side, Euro steps on nice. Jackson, beats Curry with a beautiful pass. Curry goes in with a reverse layup back to the basket, makes it 37-24. What a great pass by Kaminga. Wow, that was, that was great vision. I tried to tell you. Welcome to Warrior Wrap-Up. I'm Matt Kolsky. I tried to tell you. Do you remember Sterling? I tried to tell everybody that Jonathan Kaminga was better than what people were saying. Oh, yeah. And not just, it's not, I think most people realized he was a prospect of of note, you know. I mean, frankly, based on preseason projections, it's surprising he fell to the seventh pick in the draft. But I think lots of people realized there was an element of, of a project. And lots of people realized that project had the chance to be spectacular, but the discourse around Jonathan Kaminga and what he's able to do today was flat out wrong, man. And I said it at the time, and I don't understand how it happened because his games in in the G League were right in front of people's faces. And, I mean, I'm sorry, I... And this is not a criticism of Tom Tolbert because I don't expect Tom to be watching the G League. But the people who are supposed to be watching the G League and who scout this stuff somehow missed this. He did this stuff last year, this guy, at 18 years old. Against, you know, pros, not NBA pros largely, but pros. Reasonably high-level pros. So... I'm not shocked, but I am excited. And I will say his ability to pretty consistently have an impact on the game and mostly in a positive way is really impressive. Are there rookie mistakes? Of course. I mean, tonight it was the foul trouble. And just as an example, you know, in my notes, I specifically noted that second foul that he took was just a dumb 19-year-old foul. He got beat, and instead of, you know, either trying to make the right recovery play or, you know, chalking it up to a loss and moving on, he, like, swiped uselessly in a way that was guaranteed to get a foul on a guy who was driving to the basket. And and that stuff's going to happen. Mistakes like that and, and all sorts of other ones. He turned it over a few times, too, but three turnovers isn't terrible in, in 25 minutes for a guy who has the ball in his hands a surprising amount. And look, already capable of bringing it up the floor here and there. Definitely capable of attacking the rim off the dribble. And does he occasionally get pickpocketed? Yes. Again, 19. But his first double double tonight, and just overall, I can think I-, I think you can really see, in a way, provided things get back to a good place for Draymond uh, at-, at the end of a couple weeks or a month, 
I think we may look back at this stretch of Draymond being out as a blessing in disguise that gave Steve Kerr a chance to really get Kaminga some experience and get a sense for what and how he can be most useful now by the time they get to the playoffs. Because, look, the Warriors are a team for all their greatness, and I do think this is a great team this year. They they could use a little extra athleticism and rim attack. Like, they're not a team that threatens the basket that much. Andrew Wiggins, obviously a guy who can do that. Gary Payton does it in his own way. But Steph, Clay, Jordan Poole, it's not that those guys can't finish, but they're not athletic threats at the rim the way that a guy like Wiggins can be or the way that a guy like Kaminga can be. Those are That's really valuable to this team. By the way, 888-957-9570 is how you get in touch with us. Phone calls or text messages, 888-957-9570. And I'd like to know what was the thing in tonight's game. I mean, look, it's the Pistons. Even their good players, to the extent that they have them, largely played terribly. Uh, Sadiq Bey was awful. Cade Cunningham was awful. Beef Stew... <laughs> He's good, and he's fun to watch. Rodney Magruder made it closer, made it look closer than it was with an absurdly hot shooting night. But but this was a blowout. Uh, you know they they talk about schedule losses when you know you have a tough road back to back against a good team or something like that. This is a schedule win, and the Warriors cruised, and in many ways they needed a nice relaxing cruise. And in many ways, I think Steph Curry needed that night off in Minnesota. He looked refreshed. He looked like Steph Curry. He hit a couple of ridiculous threes. He was slinging the ball all over the court, only turned it over once in 29 minutes. And overall, solid performance. And we got our best clay yet. Can I get, can I get the sounder, Sterling? It's gone, huh? Well... I can only expect the system to work so often. By that, I, uh, you know, last night I threw my producers under the bus, um, and I just like to establish that I'm perfectly willing to do that, but that was not what I just did. Uh, Sterling, I'm sure, did everything right. It's just sometimes the buttons don't work. (laughs) Here we are, though. Claytheism, uh, it's uh, the movement that's sweeping America, and tonight was our... Best night of the return. But here's the thing I got to say. Anybody who made any conclusions about what Clay is or is going to be this season, based on his first four games back in action, which, mind you, came at a time where the Warriors went on a really tough road trip and also were missing their third best player, And look, man, it was ugly at times. I I guess you could argue he was gunning at times, although what I would say is he was just taking the shots that Clay Thompson normally takes. I don't think... I don't necessarily think Clay Thompson was gunning more than Clay Thompson typically guns, so to speak. In fact, you know because he's playing less minutes, averaging less overall shots. I guess he was getting up seven threes. or he, So far, he has averaged seven threes in, in those games in 21 minutes, which is a lot. But, you know, none of it... It didn't feel unnatural to me. And maybe more to the point, he looks comfortable. I don't think I think he's still probably a step slower than he was at his best and certainly has a ways to go in terms of stamina. I don't know that he has quite the same lift. That awesome dunk he had in his debut was not as thunderous as it would have been three years ago, but all of that is to be expected. And what we saw tonight is like, you're kidding yourself if you thought 
that this guy wasn't going to be having a significant impact on this season. Like an all-star level impact by the end of this season. Clay Thompson, the the Clay Thompson of before was a perennial all-star. Like that's the level of player this guy can be when fully healthy. And he is going to, you know, barring major setback, Clay doesn't need more than 30 minutes a game to get to 20 points and have a significant effect on the way things play out. And tonight was that example. 21 in 22 minutes, 6 of 13 from the field, 3 of 8 from 3. Steph and Clay together, 12 of 24, 7 of 15, or 7 of 16, rather from three and eight of eight from the free throw line. Clay also with four assists, two steals, and three rebounds tonight. So getting involved in other ways and just looked comfortable. The stroke is as pure as ever. We continue to worship at the altar of Claytheism. And it's just insane to me that anybody was willing to say anything to the effect of well maybe he's just a spot-up shooter now after four games back from two years absent like if he had just taken those two years off to play I don't know cornhole never got hurt I would expect a longer adjustment period than four games it's it's goofy The clay I saw tonight was super encouraging. And, you know, those moments where Jordan Poole drives and kicks it to a wide-open Clay Thompson for a a pure-as-all-get-out three-pointer, like, that's tantalizing. It is what's coming. For reference... Michael Jordan's first three games back after a year and a half playing minor league baseball. uh, 22 points a game, but shot 33.8% from the field. You know, it takes time, and Michael never got hurt. Now, look, that's not maybe the best example of uh, return to greatness, given that That's one of the only playoff failures of Michael Jordan's career. That being said, his playoff statistics that season were spectacular. And I expect Clay to reach, not Jordan, but Clay Thompson levels sooner even than than maybe he expects it. He talked about maybe needing a month or two, and it may take a month or two to ramp the minutes all the way up and get to a place of no restrictions and all that good stuff, but you know, he showed you tonight 25 minutes is more than enough for Clay Thompson to impact a basketball game. 888-957-9570 is the number. You can call us or text us there. What was the thing that got you most excited tonight? I think there are good candidates. Clay Thompson's return to form. Jonathan Kaminga, another good performance. Stephen Curry looking refreshed and ready to go. All 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 good choices. And by the way, Andrew Wiggins was no slouch. They just didn't need him much late, but he was a big part of jumping out to the big lead. Really a nice game from the big names overall. Let's go to Stan in Walnut Creek. A Pistons fan, Stan. What's happening? Hey, what's going on, buddy? How you doing? good yeah i'm good so i'm a piston fan but i'm also a warriors fan i hope you guys will accept me Um, you get to do whatever you want with your life stan i appreciate that bro but (laughs) but i went to the game tonight first time going to chase loved it um had my piston gear on but i got all my friends back in detroit texting me because there's a little little debate going on is if you redraft today who do you pick first kate cunningham or kamingo oh no, I I take Evan Mobley. Um, but after Evan Mobley, I think it's really interesting. I think after Mobley, you can make an argument for Cunningham. You can make an argument for Kaminga. 
I, look, I wouldn't write off Jalen Green. Um, it's a really, really good draft so far. But I do think Kaminga would go higher than seventh if you redrafted today. I do think that. Listen, Stan, if if the concern is, among your Piston fan friends is, uh-oh, you know, Cunningham had a rough start. He was bad tonight. Like, he hasn't been as good as we were hoping. I would advise your friends to chill. I think Cade Cunningham is going to be just fine. Right. I'm, I agree with you. I, he, he, I agree. He's just not aggressive to me, but I think he's going to be fine. He's on a bad team. He's on a really bad team, and he's not necessarily – you know, if you watch them at Oklahoma State, aggression is probably not the word you would use even when he's at his best. He's smooth, and he's really unselfish, and he's a really good shooter, which is part of why some of the early results are a little perplexing and, in my mind, not that worrying. Like, the kid has shown he's a damn good shooter, just just kind of a pure shooter. Um, so that 32% from three will come up, and when you're shooting as many threes as, as he's likely to, that's going to bring the, the entire shooting percentage up. And just overall, by the end of the year, I think people will be plenty happy with Cade Cunningham. But I always liked Kaminga. I mean, Kaminga was a I, – I, I was not as high on Mobley coming into the draft, and I have to take the L on that one. He, to me, he's the clear best player in this class if you redrafted right now doesn't mean you definitely will be long term but god he's already so good he's such an incredible defender and the way he moves and ball handles and passes as, as a seven footer is remarkable but cunningham kaminga green even some of the guys a little further down. i mean franz wagner's played pretty well <laughs> this i think we're going to look back at this draft as one of those that that produces four or five, I don't know if I want to go Hall of Fame, but but multiple all-star type players. So, you know, right now, though, it's, it's, it's interesting. In some ways, right now, Cade Cunningham is the better player for a team like the Pistons, and I think Kaminga is a, is a better player for a team like the Warriors. Like, it, I don't know that Jonathan Kaminga would look great at the NBA level right now if you had to run, like if he was the best player on the team, which Cunningham probably is already, even, you know, especially with Jeremy Grant out. And that guy's not exactly great either. Jonathan Kaminga has a chance to look at his best, I think, because of the role he's been given right now. And that's largely you know, play defense, bring energy, and use your athleticism offensively. And, look, he still takes some threes you wish he wouldn't. Again, as as my guy Fitz loves to remind us, he won't even turn 20 until next October. He's a young 19. I mean, I guess it's this October now. Welcome to 2022, everybody. But, I, you know... Kaminga is absolutely tantalizing in terms of the future prospects. And, and I will say again now what I said before the season. He does so many things well that there's no way a good coach can't find out a, a, a way for Jonathan Kaminga to help you this year in your playoff aspirations. I wouldn't even consider trading him unless you're getting a legitimate, you know, under 27 superstar in return. And those guys are not available. That's that's how much I value Jonathan Kaminga. And frankly, like, not to rehash Twitter discussions I had days ago, but but someone said to me that they felt like, you know, they trade Jonathan Kaminga right now for a player of the Mikhail Bridges ilk. Not that Bridges is available, but to me, that's just, I, you know, I, I understand a version of that. Just in that you feel like you can get something specific out of a player like Bridges right now that can help. And he's sort of 
not necessarily a finished version. Mikael Bridges is a young player as well, but a more polished version of a specific thing. And right now, Jonathan Kaminga is just a diamond. He's just a raw diamond. Like he's unpolished and almost in every broad sense of the word. And maybe that's, you know, I never came to this when I was talking about it before the draft. Maybe unpolished as opposed to raw is the word that should have been used because raw to me indicates like a lack of skills. Kaminga does not have a lack of skills. He has a lot to learn largely because he's 19. But you saw tonight when he went into the post, the highlight we played coming into the segment where he made Tom Tolbert say, wow, what a pass as he, dribble drove into the lane and kicked it out to an open shooter can we play that highlight again sterling or is the computer totally broken let's hear Kaminga, right side euro steps on nice. jackson beats curry with a beautiful pass curry goes in with a reverse layup back to the basket makes it 37 24 what a great pass by Kaminga! wow that was that was great vision great vision Right, That's not the guy who was described by most scouts and analysts before the season, but that is who Jonathan Kaminga is, and that's what he looked like if you watched him in the G League last year. So it's an exciting time. And, and even if I'm not going to get overexcited about beating the Pistons, it's whatever. It's a good day for a get-right game. They needed it. And... The way Jonathan Kaminga has performed, not just tonight, but over the course of the last, I don't know, handful of games, four four games, I guess maybe it is now, it's just super encouraging for his ability to provide you with something of value heading down the stretch and into the playoffs. I absolutely believe he can be a positive presence Again, used in the right way. I'm not saying Jonathan Kaminga becomes a focal point of any kind, but look at what the stuff that he did tonight. And it wasn't a particularly good shooting night, but he did hit two of his four threes. And he attacked the basket in a way that brought value, I would, I would say. He defended well. Finished with a double-double. He'll have better nights, he'll have worse nights, but this is a guy who can help you when it matters. I... I truly believe that obviously a lot to take away from tonight's game other than the score the return of Steph Curry and he looked comfortable Clay Thompson with his best game so far Jonathan Kaminga with a double double his first and Steve Kerr talked about basically all of that stuff plus we have some Kaminga sound and and Clay was on here with Tim and Tom at the end of the game. And I think we may replay the entirety of that, um, if only so I can hear more of, of Clay Thompson talking. But after his best performance yet, I think it would be good to hear from Clay once again. Plus, all your calls and texts, 888-957-9570 is the number for calls and text messages. 925, Kaminga reminds me of a young LeBron in terms of body type and athleticism. And yeah. Like LeBron, now look, LeBron was way ahead of Kaminga as a basketball player, um, but he's LeBron. Physically, LeBron is one of the other guys who even at 18 or 19 just had a power to his physical presence and athleticism that was A, unique, and B, allowed him to push around men significantly older than him. And Kaminga has that, man. He bounces grown men around, and he won't be 20 till October. 888-957-9570. If you want to jump in, we'll hear from Steve Kerr, Jonathan Kaminga, and Clay Thompson, plus the shot of the game when we come back on Warriors Wrap-Up. It's 95.7 The Game. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. 
Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast okay picture this it's friday afternoon when a thought hits you i can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or i can hop into my all-new hyundai santa fe and hit the road With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Now back to Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. Here's Matt Kolsky. We are back. It is Warrior Wrap-Up, 95-7 the game. Warriors cruise to a nice, easy victory over the Pistons tonight. 102-86, the final. It wasn't as close as the score ended up being, thanks to Rodney Magruder's absurd shot-making. But, hey, it's a nice, easy win and a a real get-right night for the Warriors. And if you want to weigh in, 888-957-9570 is the number. I'm wondering if... What what was the most exciting or encouraging thing? Was it was it the return of Steph Curry and, and him looking good? Was it Jonathan Kaminga's performance, Clay Thompson's performance? Jonathan calls us from Chase Center. What's going on, Jonathan? Hey, Matt. Uh, feels a little different tonight. I waited 15 long days to get back here after that Miami game when I called you a couple weeks ago. Uh, mm-hmm. And watch that grueling road trip, thinking, yeah, this is how it always goes. They beat Miami, and then they start to struggle. It just feels like that's what always ends up happening to me. So <laughs> it was nice to get back tonight, see see them start to get it together. Uh, Clay was, was wonderful. Uh, uh, I think it's his best performance since his return by far, and uh, seeing Steph raise his arms when he was starting to hit a few of those threes and, you know, so kind of feel a sigh of relief because of his struggles that he's had. You know, it, it's coming together. Uh, I'm sure, you know, the talk is going to be, even though the Niners are distracting everybody from that right now, but I'm sure the talk nationally is going to be, oh, the Warriors are in trouble because Steph's still not right and, you know, it's going to take a while with Clay and no Draymond, but it looks like it's coming together. Uh, I uh, obviously with the Pistons, I figured this would be an easier one. Uh, figures Rodney Magruder, you mentioned, uh, former Heat player, uh, was a little pesky in the second half, but uh, I, I, I really enjoyed it tonight. And it feels a lot better from that Miami game that I was so miserable, but. Uh, yeah, uh, listen, th- that's what the Pistons can do for you, you know? I mean, this was a nice place for the Pistons on the schedule. It, it was all good feelings at Chase Center tonight. I'm glad, Jonathan, that you're feeling better than you were a couple of weeks ago. You know, I don't want you to be sad. 
Um, and I think you did a good job purchasing tickets to the Pistons game uh, if you wanted that good feeling. And look, all the things, I mean, obviously winning is the most important thing. But if if you had a wish list as a Warrior fan tonight, you know, Kaminga starting for Draymond, you'd like to see him play well. He did. Steph Curry, you want to, first of all, see his hands look all right. You know, no, no worse for wear physically. And second of all, see him make some shots because that's been a struggle. He did. And he did. And then Clay Thompson, ladies and gentlemen. It's the Clay we remember. Yeah, a little diminished, a little less consistent as of right now, but boy, you can still see it. The shot is pure. Claytheism, it's still the movement that's sweeping America. Uh, which brings me to a, a. Oh, wait, we do we have another caller? We have another caller on the line. Let's hear from Sam in West Oakland before we go to our shot of the game for the evening. What's happening, Sam? Matt Kulski, man, what the hell? Happy New Year, man. You've been, you been, you been out the way, man. What's going on, man? You okay? I, I'm good now. I had some COVID, but everything's okay. Okay. Oh, man, God bless, bro. God bless. I'm glad you're good. Hey, Thank you. I, I, I just really want to give a shout-out to um, – to the Warriors training staff because the way we're bringing along Clay is like we're treating everything like it's preseason for Clay. And now we're seeing Clay start to warm up, okay? Don't let Clay warm up. That is like that is like the Nutella that you've been hiding from your diet in the back of your cupboard. Okay? You know? Clay is the It's Nutella so funny you say that, Sam, because there is some Nutella in my cupboard right now, and there's a really good chance of me just eating some toast with Nutella on it in about an hour. Clay is the Nutella that you've been hiding that you mm. want to put on that toast, that you had a low-carb diet, but now you know what? It's time to break that diet. And is. Clay is just, we're, we're, we are bringing him in so smoothly, and I'm so glad we have this seven-game stretch where Clay can just ride his boat to Chase Stadium and just <laughs> be Clay because right now, let me tell you something. I'm not worried about the Warriors. This little rust that our team is apparently on that people think is going to run throughout the season. Listen, it's better to have a rust in the middle before before the All Star break. It's better to have the rust right now during the All Star before the All Star break than you know in that in, in that March through April situation because. Clay is going to be Clay. Guarantee you. Mark my words. Clay is going to be Clay when it comes time for March. And I, uh, I, I look, Sam, I totally agree with you, man. I 100% believe that as well. And I, 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 April, that's when it starts to matter to me. Like everything up until a, the Warriors have already shown us they're in it, right? They've already been good enough. To prove they're they're, they're going to be a factor, they're going to be heard from, barring disaster. So now it's just, how ready are you when playoff time arrives? Ultimately, I think we already know this is the sort of season where it's going to be judged based on what you do in the playoffs. So how comfortable can you get Clay? How comfortable can you get? guys like Wiggins and Poole with Clay from a scoring perspective. You know, can you get anything from Wiseman, which we're not going to bring us all down with that right now, but they do need more size. This is a team that needs another big. And, boy, it'd be nice if that problem can be solved internally. But let's not get into any of that. Let's stay positive. Let's go to tonight's shot of the game. The shot of the game is presented by the County of Santa Clara. And Sterling, let us hear it. Stolen away by Toscano Anderson with five seconds. Feeds Clay. Pump fake takes a dribble, takes a three. Got it with 1.8 to go. See, Tim, <laughs> it all works out. Long shot from midcourt. No good by Bay. And that's the way the half ends. Clay Thompson wading into the crowd with hands up saying, this is fun. 
that was a moment, man. It wasn't just the shot. I mean, it was a, it was a vintage clay moment on the court. But the moment of him walking to the baseline and egging on the crowd, that to me, you know, that's what elevates clay from multiple all-star to folk hero, right? Like that's the sort of stuff he's, he has a real relationship with these fans and with basketball fans in general, I think. Like, he is just, ah, he's so lovable. That was the shot of the game presented by the county of Santa Clara. Book a COVID-19 booster shot now at, S- let me get this website right, at sccfreevax.org or call 211. That's SCC freevax.org that's a hard website to say on the radio i don't know if anyone else has noticed that scc freevax scc freevax.org it's very exciting to have clay thompson back on a basketball floor for all of us uh, i'm sure steve kerr's excitement <laughs> is about as high as anyone's and he was feeling good about clay tonight yeah, it was great. He uh, that was probably his best stretch of uh, however many games he's played, four or five. So it's good to see him get hot and and hear the crowd behind him. And uh, he got into a little rhythm. We had a really great first half. You know, twenty assists. The ball was moving, and Clay was a big part of that. He was a part of the movement too. You know, to people criticizing his you know, alleged gunning over, over his first few performances. Like, Clay moved the ball tonight, and he also got his shots up, man, because that's what he's here to do. And as far as, you know, how many of those shots are falling, Steve Kerr is not at all worried about that. It's rhythm and uh, and legs. You know, when, you're, uh, when you've are when you been out for a while, the legs are the, the toughest thing to, to recover and terms of just the force going into the shot and feeling really powerful and strong like you do when you're you know, in great shape and in a good groove. So he's getting his legs underneath him for sure. He looks, uh, he's looking better and better. His uh, wind and his conditioning have improved. So I think he's, he's right on schedule. Right on schedule. You don't need the best of clay until the end of March, beginning of April. That's when you want him to be really rounding into form. Honestly, if if the first game of the playoffs is Clay's best game of the season, I think you've done this perfectly. And as far as that rhythm between Steph and Clay, that really never left. I mean, it's only our second home game, obviously, and the, and the first one was, uh, you know, such an event. And uh, now that we're settling into the games, uh, that was probably the best stretch that Steph and Clay have, have played together. And, uh, and it was a really nice uh, kind of groove in front of our home fans, which was, it was great to see. Steve loves a groove, man. He loves the rhythm and the flow. Uh, some other good Steve stuff from tonight, but... Before we get to that, I I just want to hear from Clay himself. Like, this was his best game yet. He looked truly comfortable. He had that moment with the crowd. This was a good night at Chase Center for Clay Thompson. And before he hopped in the boat, he hopped on the headset with Tim and Tom, and it sounded like this. So, so Clay, it it looks like, and tonight looked like you were as comfortable as can be out there is it is it getting with each night each passing day getting a little bit better for you on the floor oh yeah um i thought i played very well tonight tim i mean i took some great looks and uh i wish i would have hit a couple more threes man i got some great looks out there but it's coming so i'm just happy i'm out here balling again man it's been a long journey well you got the splash brothers going now and now just gotta wait a few weeks to get draymond out there and then i think it's gonna be a lot of fun yeah, that's going to be a special night when us three, Andre, all healthy and on the court again. Uh, it's going to be scary hours, as the young kids say. <laughs> Are you looking to audition for the Flint Tropics? Oh, man. That's my movie, Tom. That movie <laughs> That movie provided me so much joy during some dark times through rehab. So 
I'm forever grateful for the film Semi-Pro and Will Ferrell's antics. Oh my gosh, funny. Uh, what does it feel like, not just on the court, Clay, but but everything, being in the locker room with the guys, traveling with the guys, just being a part of it again? It's uh, even the, the, the reception I get from the fans checking in, it's everything, man. I missed it so much. Uh, times I did not feel like myself in the last two years because I was missing the game I love so much, but to be back out here and be healthy and and making shots, getting stops, I mean, it's only up from here, really. Is there an adjustment period for you at all? Uh, barely. When I'm out there and we, and I'm with my guys, uh, maybe the conditioning part, but other than that, not really, man. Uh, it just it feels normal again, honestly. Yeah. Are we sticking with the pro? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> the headband like was with me my whole rehab. I'm not going to ditch her now. Absolutely. I want to see you go Oscar Gamble. I want to see that thing fully blown out oh, by yeah. the end of the year. I got you. That must be an old heck. I don't even Oscar Gamble. Look it up. Look Oscar up. Gamble, oh. New York Yankees, massive afro. All right. Heck, can barely I'm stay on the up. head. Right. 21 points, four assists, three rebounds. Clay, thank you so much as always, and please give our regards to Rocco. All right, will do. Great to have Thanks you back, Clay. Right, See you. It's just a man who's so happy to be playing basketball. It's one of the things that's most lovable about Clay. And before we move on from him, one interesting thing from Steve Kerr after the game, not a criticism necessarily, but a uh, an ask for more from Clay Thompson. You know, last time he was playing, we had Kevin Durant, obviously. So, you know, we had one of the ultimate shot creators next to Clay. Now uh, there's probably more of a need for shot creation uh, with the, the current roster. So I think being able to to go to Clay and you know post him up or clear a side, it's uh, absolutely a, a good option. He's he you know he's so big and and strong. He can uh, he can create his own shot, and and it's usually a pretty good look. And that's one of the interesting things. You know, a lot is made of what a player might not be able to do after injuries like Clay's, and, and that stuff is real. I'm not trying to say it's not. Um, but when it comes to creating a shot, we talk about shot creation in the NBA. A lot of people imagine that as just beating somebody off the dribble. And it, I think it is probably harder, and I think, you know, certainly we've seen this through the four or five games we've seen him in, it's harder for Clay to create his shot off the dribble today than it was two years ago, and it wasn't like that was his strength two years ago. But he is capable of creating shots and creating his own offense just by using his natural gifts. He's always been a good post-up player. He's always found those little turning jumpers from within 15 feet. Um, so that sort of stuff is still going to be there, and and it, it's just a matter of, him getting to a point physically in terms of endurance where he's ready. But you can already see it coming along. And again, this, the, the stroke is pure. You can't teach that stuff. Or at least you had to teach it a long time ago. <laughs> There's a purity to that jump shot that is unmatched all time. Jonathan Kamingo, though, also a very exciting part of tonight and a lot of things to say about him from Steve Kerr uh, maybe the biggest compliment just saying like he's he's awfully comfortable with the minutes that Kaminga's playing did a lot of good things you know he, he's he's so powerful and uh, he got 10 rebounds he, he guarded Cunningham to start the game and and uh, even though he picked up the fouls I, I liked his intensity getting into the ball I think over the course of the game he settled in a little bit after the uh, the foul trouble JK's coming along really well you know he's, uh, he's starting to understand the the rhythm and the patterns of the NBA game he's executing the, the plays that we draw up he's, he's understanding the timing much better you know, they were disjointed when he was out there early in the season, and now things are much smoother, and that's a great sign. And because of that, he's going to continue to get the opportunity to play a lot of minutes when Draymond is not there. Yeah, we'll keep starting uh, 
JK, you know, we'll, we'll see how it goes the next few games, but we'll, we'll keep doing it till Draymond's back. Probably don't hold me to it though. I could always change, but uh, that's the, that's kind of the plan. And then, uh, you know, it's good to get Moses out there. He's played really well in the G league. He's such a great kid. He works so hard, Got a great approach, great attitude. And uh, it was fun to see him out there, you know, for, for uh, that final seven and a half minutes. I, I really like Moses. I think he's got a, a bright future. And so it's good to just get him out there anytime we can. The, the Moses Moody aside, I think is worth digging into a little bit because there's a, the, I, I I say this a lot talking about the G League, but if you've got a guy who's a clear NBA player, right? Like he is a full on deserves minutes in an NBA rotation NBA player, and he goes to the G League, he'll dominate, and that's what Moses Moody's been doing, and largely what Kaminga has done sent down to the G League. It doesn't mean anyone who doesn't dominate the G League isn't an NBA player. It's it's just like if a guy is really ready to play in the NBA, he's ready to beat the crap out of the G League. And that the fact that Moses Moody is pretty consistently just putting up numbers when he goes down there tells me he's ready. I just don't know where you find the the meaningful minutes for him. And look, it may it, it may come when someone else gets injured. You know, if D. Lee or Juan goes down for a while, or both, God forbid, then obviously you get more Moses Moody. But you know, it may just be that tough luck. He doesn't get much run this year. But Moses Moody's a part of the future. You know, barring some sort of significant trade, which I don't expect. As far as Kaminga, though. One of the cool moments of tonight was watching Draymond Green pull him aside and, and tell him some stuff the first time he came out of the game. And, you know, Steve Kerr talked about how much of this process with Kaminga is about him learning. Yeah, I, I think so. But I, I got to watch the tape, too. Uh, a couple of them felt, uh, you know, kind of ticky tack. You know, I, I maybe maybe I'll look at them and realize he was reaching or, or whatever, but I'll take a look at the film. But I think at this point now for, for Jonathan, every night is a lesson and there's a, a lot of little things for him to pick up on, whether it's our offensive execution, maybe, you know, he could be like tonight, a couple of our, our out of bounds plays, he played the five instead of the four. So he ran a different, you know, route coming out of a timeout or, or off a side out of bounds and little things like that are, are really important for him because the, the more uh, he's aware of you know, positional responsibilities, uh, more versatility he gives us. And the more opportunities he'll get to play. And the more, the more ways you can find to have him bring positive things to a game. And before we get out of here, a couple of bites from Kaminga himself. You know, part of this process and part of him earning minutes now is understanding that, like, this organization sees great things for his future, but right now they need specific things from him. And the biggest thing is just being physical, being strong, attacking, and bringing energy to the floor. And he talked about that. I don't look too much to like, or it's natural. It's going to be natural, especially being on the floor stiff. A lot of people going to dabble him and you're going to stay wide open. So it just helps you to get easy bucket. But most of the time when I'm on the floor with those type of people on the same group, just come out there, play hard because I'm the youngest person out there. So if I don't bring energy, they always not going to bring energy. So I got to be the only one to bring more energy. <laughs> I can't count on those old dudes to bring the energy. It's got to be the 19 year old. He gets it. Can't make these old guys bring energy all the time. And a huge part of that is just getting up and down the floor with purpose and intensity every single time he's out there, which is something that Steve Kerr has stressed to him. First of all, he told me, I'm going to play with those guys. They're going to shoot the ball every time. So I'm not going to be able to touch the ball most of the time. But all I got to do is just run the floor, be in the right position where the ball going to make me there and I'm going to score easily. And I think I did that most of the part. And I got a couple back in. Yeah, that's what it is. And, you know, when you get an open three, go ahead and take it. And when you're up 20 and it's you and Juan and D. Lee in the game, go ahead and take that step back three for funsies as well. But when it's you and the big guns, 
Just get on your horse, kid. And the fact that he understands that and has the patience to to thrive in that role, to be excited about filling that role, and, and isn't too concerned about what he wants to be in the future, that's huge, man. And that, again, that gives him the ability to really help this team right now, even if he's nowhere near what you want him to be in the future. 650 Texter, what did you think of Poole's night? Just five points off the bench. Yeah, you know, Jordan Poole's the guy who probably has the toughest adjustment to make, but I think he'll come around. And if he goes through the rest of the season just being a, you know, sort of every other night explosive bench scorer, I don't think that's the end of the world. Jordan Poole still has a very bright future, and I do expect it to be with this franchise Remember, that guy is only 22 years old. So, you know, yeah, it's going to be a little tough for him finding out exactly where he fits in with a Warriors team that starts Clay Thompson. But he'll get there. He made some really nice plays tonight, even with just five points, a couple of really nice passes, one tremendous finish, nasty Euro step. I'm not worried about Jordan Poole, not yet. And with that, I must bid you adieu. That brings us to the end of Warriors Wrap-Up. I'll be back tomorrow night after Warriors Roundtable with three hours of radio fire. We got Niner playoffs. We got more Warrior discussion to have. That's going to be a blast. And, of course, the Warriors are back on the floor for a back-to-back Thursday and Friday. Thursday night, it'll be the Indiana Pacers. And if you want to go to that Pacers game, You better be listening to the morning roast tomorrow and Willard and Dibbs going to be giving away warrior tickets for Thursday night during both of those programs tomorrow. That's it for me. Good night, everybody. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.